Blog Talk Radio. Thank you for tuning into the Christian Authors on Tour Blog Talk Radio Show. Sit back and enjoy inspirational interviews with Christian fiction and nonfiction authors from around the world who are on fire for God and committed to using writing as a ministry tool. Feel free to follow our show at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Christian Authors on Tour or like our Facebook page, the Christian Authors on Tour Blog Talk Radio Show. Good afternoon, good afternoon, good afternoon. You are listening to the Christian Office on Tour Blog Talk Radio Show. And, you know, it's first Friday, and we have a lot going on, but God is good. You know, technical difficulties. I just believe, Mitzi, they just from the devil. I just believe the technical difficulties are <laughs> from the devil. But we're going to rebuke him in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 And we're going to keep it moving. I thank God for technology, so I'm not going to be too hard on technology because we can use it in such wonderful ways. But when it works, it works. But when it doesn't, Mitzi, it just doesn't. (laughs) It's just like a person. Now, I know our listening audience, they're like, wait a minute, it's First Friday. Why is Missy on the line? Well, I think we have Pastor Kevin Wayne Johnson on the line. Are you there, sir? I am here. I hope you all can hear me loud and clear. All right. Did you hear him, Mitzi? I hear you. Hi, Pastor Kevin. <laughs> Hello. How are you all doing this afternoon? We are We're well. <laughs> So if you're tuning in, we got a special treat for you. Normally, Pastor Kevin Wayne Johnson is the co-host on First Friday, but today he is going to be our guest. He's doing some wonderful um, stuff um, just with a virtual book tour, and we want to give him an opportunity to just share with you some of the awesome things that God is just opening the doors that God is opening for him. So, Mitzi, before we pull in Pastor Kevin Wayne Johnson, and Pastor Kevin, you know how it's done, we're going to go ahead and just do some housekeeping stuff. Right, Mitzi? Yes, we are. Yes, we are. (laughs) (laughs) So I want to start first with um, I'm really excited because this weekend um, we're having – we're doing something a little different. You know, um, 2020 is an even number year, so that means we don't have a multi-state Christian book tour. But what we do are special marketing and promotional events to keep our authors in your minds and in your prayers so that when 2021 comes, which is an odd number year, you will be ready for our multi-state Christian book tour. So we just got finished last month with the Harlem Book Fair in August 9th. I just found, well, I didn't just find out, but I just kind of remembered that August 9th is celebrated across the United States as National Book Lovers Day. So on Sunday, we're having, Christian Authors on Tour is having a National Book Lovers Day Author Marathon from 8 a.m. to 
8 p.m. You can tune in. We're going to have Zoom access numbers that you can call. It's absolutely free, and you could just kind of hang out with us for the day, um, listen to um, some talks by some different Christian authors, and then you get an opportunity to share your favorite book of the Bible. All of us have a favorite book of the Bible. I'm, I'm, I'm just certain of that. Um, that book is just so amazing, and as Christian authors, we want people to read our books, but at the end of the day, hopefully our books will lead people to that book. That's the most important one of all, right, Missy? <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. That is our life. <laughs> So we want folks to tune in. If you want more information about that, you can go to our website, www.christianauthorsontour.com, www.christianauthorsontour.com, and you'll be directed to the Eventbrite um, link where you can register for the event. It is free, but the reason you need to register is so that we can email you all of the different Zoom assets. Uh, information so that you'll be able to um, watch and, and meet all of these fabulous authors. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, and we do have uh, our own Dr. Pamela Ellis. She will be doing a brown bag lunch on Wednesday, September 23rd, discussing her book, the Path of Life Journal. She's doing it on Wednesday, September 23rd, and then she's also doing it on September 26th at 3 p.m. On the 23rd, it's at 12.30 p.m., and on the 26th, it's at 3 p.m. The cost is $35 to be part of the sessions. You can be part of one or two sessions, which is a great deal because you'll get to ask questions, you'll get to talk about her book, The Path of Life Journal, and you'll also get to ask questions and go into details about her writing and about how she pulled the book together and how she compiled everything. And the other thing about Dr. Pamela Ellis is she is also the author of the month for the month of September, so it's perfect. You have the author of the month, and you can ask, you know, she's the author of the month. You know, she's going to give you everything. <laughs> in. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, she's going to give you all of the information that you need. Um, and get your brown bag lunch together, a grocery bag. It doesn't have to be a brown bag. It could be a grocery bag or an active decorative lunch bag. And join in, and that's on Wednesday, September 23rd at 12. 12- 12:30 p.m. and September 26th at 3 p.m. and again the cost is $35 to be part of one or two sessions and that is a really really big deal and we're looking forward to that. Absolutely and the cool thing is with that payment you the the, the attendees will get a copy of the book. And um so if you're interested you really want to make sure that you're ordering now so that you can hopefully read the book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you want to have it in front of you and highlight it and, oh, why did she do this? What does she mean by this? And you can ask the questions. Trying to be yes. more interactive. <laughs> oh, I think, I think we have our other partner in crime on the line. Uh, let's see. Leroy, is that you? 
Yes, that is me. <laughs> His voice is classic. You, you always know it's him. Uh, uh, you can't I, even crank I, call I play, anyone. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I do not know what is going on with uh, Blog Talk. I lied to you not. I, I dialed in on a landline, on the landline, kept getting a busy signal. And then... Um, I was like, well, let me try on my phone. I'm on my cell phone right now, and it came through. So I don't know what wow. the deal is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we're glad you're here, sir. Yes, yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Y'all sound like y'all having too much fun without me. Yeah, I know. Y'all having too much fun without me, so I was like, I, got, I, can't, I can't have that. I can't let that happen. <laughs> Absolutely, the gang is all here. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, and we and we, and, and Mitzi, uh, tell us about this 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 awesome man of God that's waiting in the wings. Oh my gosh! I know we can't keep him waiting any longer. We have an awesome man of God here. He's usually here, you know. This is his Friday, so I feel honored to be in his little nutboat space here. <laughs> Oh, guys, we have our very own Pastor Kevin Wayne Johnson. And as noted on his website, has taken up the task of developing individual and organizational operating excellence as his life's ministry. Amen, amen. Pastor Johnson coaches in order to coax audiences to live out their gifts and in words, of his national best-selling book series, To Give God the Glory. Yes. Thank you. For I feel like I need to say that over. Give God the Glory. Talk radio uh-huh. show. This book back series and enjoy inspirational. has earned the current radio and television host some 19 literary awards. Amen. Since 2001, Amen. his most recent book series, Leadership with a Servant's Heart, has already garnered several literary awards. Pastor Johnson is the founder, chief visionary, and CEO of the Johnson Leadership Group, LLC, and an independent certified coach, teacher, and speaker with the nationally recognized John Maxwell. Well, just having John Maxwell on your bio says enough. (laughs) He enjoyed a 34-year retired in government, Amen. In private industry, as a middle to senior level senior level leader, Pastor Johnson lives in Clarksville, Maryland, with his wife of 26 years. Amen. Gail and three sons, Kevin, Christopher, and Cameron. Welcome, Pastor Kevin Wayne Johnson. Oh my gosh. Where do we start? Well, I, you know, I would start like Pastor Kevin does. <laughs> I uh, really appreciate the uh, phenomenal work that you're doing there. And I even sent Lynn an email this morning. I, you know, basically I was just saying that everybody needs encouragement and inspiration. And I just sent a reminder to Lynn that as our leader, she's doing a phenomenal job. Keep up the great work. God loves you, and so do I. Thank and, you. Uh, every now and again, we need that, right, because there's a lot going on. Amen. Uh, but I wanted yeah. to say hello to you three distinguished hosts, and uh, I wanted to say hello to everybody out there that's listening uh, this afternoon. 
And uh, it's uh, always a pleasure to be with you, whether I'm a co-host or whether I'm a guest. Uh, I'm always excited to wake up each and every day and do God's will. Uh, And it just so happens that in Chapter 2 of Life, uh, the call that he has for me to be very, very diligent, uh, both here in the United States and abroad, is to pour into the life of the current and next generation of leaders. And so that's what I'm doing. And like you said, Lynn, and also what you said, Misty, that's exactly why he's opening up these doors. It's not me, but it's me saying yes to the assignment. And uh, as his vessel, he's going to make sure that we do what it is he calls us to do because we said yes. And that's, that's the simple message that we're trying to get out through the Give God the Glory series of books. Uh, and also now um, in the Leadership with a Servant's Heart series of books. So I'm super excited to share, and what questions do you have? (laughs) Well, you know, Pastor Kevin, I wanted to start like you start. When I listen to you, you always say, okay, why do you write? (laughs) That's usually your first question. Why do you write? Writing for me is really just an extension of my ministry. Um, I've always had a passion to help people to achieve their goals, dreams, and aspirations. I believe everybody has it in them, Uh, but a lot of people that I run into in my sphere of influence don't think they have what it takes to get it done. They don't think that they're qualified. They don't think they have the right education. They don't think they went to the right school, or maybe they didn't come from the right family. Uh, They don't have the right network. And I'm telling them we need to take a look at how God created us and read through his word. And not only do you find that you're wonderfully and spiritually made, but, yes, you can do it. The potential that's in you uh, just needs to be brought out. So the reason that I write is just, it's just another avenue to raise the level of awareness and to educate people uh, and to give them information not only about God's word, but oftentimes I just share a lot of my own personal testimony. And I'm like, listen, I'm the son of a U.S. Marine. Uh, My mom was a federal government civil servant. Uh, I'm the oldest of of two. Uh, I have a younger brother who's mentally disabled. Um, We traveled around the country because my dad was in the service, a United States Marine. I watched him go overseas and fight America's wars, and I stayed home with mom to raise my my brother. Um, You know, I I grew up in modest, modest means in Richmond, Virginia and uh, dealt with a whole lot of nonsense because Richmond used to be the capital of the Confederacy Mm. before the United States of America Mm. was born. So uh, as an African-American man, I had to deal with a whole lot of nonsense. I always took the high road. Even today, I always take the high road. And I just share share that story Mm. to say, listen, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's join hands Mm. and let's get her done. And that's why I write. It's an extension of my ministry. Uh, It's an extension of my life's mission. And I, when I look back over my life, I've seen with every step that I've taken, it was, it's a step of preparation for the next assignment, uh, whether it's in my secular career or in my ministry as a deacon, uh, as an adjunct professor, as a choir member, as an associate pastor, and then as a senior pastor. And that's kind of how it works. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. That. That is awesome. Um, this is, yeah, yes, sir. It's me, <laughs> and, and now, now the tables are turned. You are now being interviewed versus being the one that is interviewing. So, <laughs> um, but here, 
here's my here's my question for you. Um, you are a man that wears many hats. You you wear many hats. Um, and one of them being a writer. Amongst all of the, the different hats and, and things that you wear, how do you um, f- how do you juggle all of them? And then on top of that, how do you find time to write as well? Because you've written a lot of books. How do you how do you um, find time to do all of that? Yeah. So I'll I'll start with the last question, Leroy and team. Um, you, you don't really quote, unquote, fine time, um, what you do is you dedicate time mm. to get the things done mm. that need to be getting to, to get done. For example, wow. every week, Monday through Saturday, because I don't, I don't work on Sunday uh, unless I'm at the pulpit of the church, but um, Sunday is my day off, my day of rest. Monday through Saturday, I write down, literally, I literally take a eight and a half by 11 piece of paper and an ink pen. And Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, I write down what it is I need to get done that day. Mm. And then I'm, I'm able to measure at the end of the day, was it a 70% day? Was it an 80% day? A 90% wow. day or 100% day? Did I get everything done or did I just get some things done? And even right now, during the isolation because of the pandemic, I still do that because I'm just as busy now as I was before the pandemic hit. And some days the the list is a lot longer than other days, Um, but I have to write it down so I can see it. And so instead of making time to get things done, I Mm. dedicate time to get things done. And generally speaking, probably within about a four-hour period, I'm able to get everything done, and then I can spend the rest of my day kind of thinking and reflecting and meditating on what needs to be done uh, in the future. So, mm. and, and that's really what keeps me motivated and keeps me going. So as I meet more and more people and I expand my network and I continue to have fellowship with people uh, in all walks of life, believers and unbelievers, uh, what happens is that God Almighty just opens up doors of opportunity, and it's, it, it, it's kind of amazing. But then again, when I reflect on God's Word, it's, it's part of His plan and His purpose for our lives because we're, mm. we're, we're making all of these deposits into other people's life. We're, we're planting all of these seeds, and then someone comes along and waters, and then ultimately God gives the increase. So uh, He's taught me also how to stay healthy. So eating right, drinking lots of water, uh, and getting sleep. And then also, Leroy, to answer your question, is I'm one of those guys that I'm, I'm, I'm into bed early, so that means I'm up early. So I get a lot mm. done between 6 a.m. and 8 a.m. when most people still sleep. Mm. Uh, but by the time people get up, I've already read the newspaper. I've already watched one hour of one of the major news programs, usually NBC, the Today Show. And... Um, and I've already started the process of scanning through some of the actionable emails that I have. And so, like, right around 8 o'clock, I'm good. I'm, yeah, I, could, I could literally say I'm, I'm done. And wow. a lot of people are, you know, just 
kind of just getting up. <laughs> I think we all need that regimen. I'm in the bed by 930. I'm gone. Y'all, y'all can do what y'all want, but I'll see y'all tomorrow. <laughs> well, absolutely. you've been doing all of that. Absolutely. You've been doing all of that to be in shape for this amazing virtual tour that you have going on this year in 2020. So I want you, Pastor Johnson, to talk a little bit about this tour and what's next and what can people expect from it? Well, thank you, Lynn. Uh, the, the tour is really in conjunction with being an author. So every author should be very, very deliberate in making sure that you position yourself so you can reach as many people as you can with your message because your message is important. When you take your intellectual capital and put it to paper, it is very important to be able to reach people. And so a book tour is just that. You're touring around the country, or in some cases it might just be locally or like within your state. I mean, that's perfectly acceptable, but because I've been doing it for so long, Uh, I've been able to build a network around the nation to reach out to different people, whether it's a conference or a convention or a speaking engagement or a bookstore or a library or a church and any other venue that I may have missed, radio, broadcast, uh, podcast, television, et cetera. And uh, I want to get the message about servant leadership out to the community. Yes, we've heard of the term, but do people really understand what it means to be a servant leader? I don't think so because I don't see I don't see enough servant leaders in action. Again, 34 years with the federal government, 20 years in ministry leadership positions starting as a deacon 20 years ago. I don't I just don't see enough of it. I'm not saying it's not there. I just don't see enough of it. So, Lord, what can I do? to effect some change toward making the world a much better place, and that is teaching people about what servant leadership is all about. And so what I do is I strategically reach out to bookstore managers and and librarians, and I find out what's happening in the community as it relates to the different conferences. Leroy and I were involved with the Rethinking Church Virtual Summit, which was powerful. Um, it, It was just a matter of just reaching out and sharing what we do as an author and the, and the message that we want to resonate with people more so than just selling books, but we have a message that would resonate with people. And a lot of people are very receptive to that message and say, yes, we would love to do an event with you. And so when I populate the calendar every month, that's a result of work that's been taking place like maybe two or three months in advance to, to schedule these things. So we started out in person in January and February, and then the pandemic hit, and then starting in April, we went virtual. So whether it's Zoom or WebEx or Facebook Live or Adobe Connect or Canvas or Microsoft Teams, the author, we, we have to get up to speed technologically on what's happening and how to use those tools because those are the same tools that I use to deliver all of my coaching and all of my leadership development training, uh, both in the secular market and in the church. 
and different groups use different technologies. The event that I did last night with one of the Christian bookstores in New Jersey is from a relationship that I've had with the bookstore manager for over 15 years, and she got wind of what I was doing, and she said, oh, yeah, fantastic. So even last night I was on a uh, Zoom call with a bunch of folks who are connected with that Christian bookstore in New Jersey, and we did a one-hour event. And, and, and now you have all these people who have an interest and what servant leadership is all about, and they've already invited me back to do a part two. And that, that's what authors need to do. It's more than just writing the book. You have to get the message out, and you have to bring some energy and some enthusiasm so that people will feel that you're really, really passionate about your topic. Uh, and then you just wash, rinse, and repeat, and, and that's how it happens. So you, you, you see the August calendar in front of you, I'm working now on populating the September and October calendar, and we're going to do this all the way through December, and we might even continue into 2021. It just, it just depends on how this pandemic will shake out. So that's something that all authors have to do. And, uh, again, you don't, you don't necessarily make the time, but you construct the time, and you're very deliberate. So for two hours every day, Monday through Saturday, I am going to do something related to marketing as it relates to my subject, which is servant leadership. I'm very deliberate about that, at least two hours every day except for Sunday. And then what happens is you start to see the fruit, and uh, that's, 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 what, that's what we do. That is absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. I think you probably kind of answered my question in there, too. I was going to ask, um, what is it that you hope as you're going doing all of these events? What, what, is there one particular thing you're hoping that um, your listening audience and readers would receive from what you are sharing? Yeah, my, my biggest hope, Mitzi, is that people would have a change of heart. That, that's why I was very deliberate with my graphic designer. When I cast the vision for the book, as you know, as an author, it's very important that the cover speak volumes to what the content is all about. People should know what the content of the book is about based on your cover. So on the cover right. uh, is a gentleman, and then superimposed in his chest is a large heart. And then, and then on the back of the book is the foundation of Scripture, which is taken from the fourth chapter and the 23rd verse in the book of Proverbs. From, from the heart flow the issues of life. And my, mm. my heart's desire is that people would have a change in heart because it takes the word of God to change the heart. And why do you want that, Kevin Johnson? Because if people will change their heart, they'll change their outlook. If people change their outlook, then they will start to treat other people better. If we start treating other people better, now we're on our way to making the world a much better place. And we're also grooming another generation, if you would, of leaders that understand that in order to help people to be at their best, we have to value them, we have to care for them, we have to respect them, and we have to honor them. And so how do you do that? with a change of heart, and it takes God's word. So coming from government, 
we are really, really good at executing and implementing laws and legislation and bills and all that good stuff, but legislation is not going to make anybody love another person. Mm. Only God, only God's mm. word will, and it takes a change in heart. We find that in the book of Galatians. Paul, Paul was teaching in the book of Galatians. You'll find that the nine fruit of the spirit, the nine fruit of the spirit are spelled out, and then in verse number 23, chapter 5, it says, against such there is no law. In other words, Congress can't pass legislation to make anybody be kind or patient yep. or long-suffering or exhibit love or joy. That only comes from God, and that comes from a change in heart. So that's a long-winded answer, but that's why I do what I do, because without God's word, there will not be a change in heart. And if there's not a change in the heart, it's going to be the same old, same old. And that's why God has arrested our attention with this coronavirus. This is our opportunity to get it right and and to really reflect on who God is and where we stand in his word, because that's why we are isolated. He got our attention. And the question is, what are we going to do about it? Wow. Wow, wow, wow. wow. <laughs> As usual, we're running out of time. So yes. Pastor Kevin Wayne Johnson, give your contact information so folks can get in contact with you. Oh, okay. Um, Kevin at KevinWayneJohnson.com. I try to, try to make it as easy as possible. That's another responsibility that authors have. Make, make it easy. Don't, don't give people a, a, a 86-word email address, right? So KevinWayneJohnson.com. <laughs> And the and the website is www.kevinwaynejohnson.com. Let me know what I can do to help, support, and advocate. I'm here for you. All right, all right, all right. And I need to say we had two corporate sponsors this time around. We had Dr. Lisa A. Reeves, the author of Freedom, Peace, and Joy, While in the Valley of Life. Her website is www.lisaareves.com. And then we had Dr. Loretta Young-Wright, the author of Morning Joy, Preserving Parents, Raising Generations. Her telephone number is 773-339-6053, Her email address is lyoungwright, W-R-I-G-H-T, at yahoo.com. Woo! All right, y'all. <laughs> I love you, Mitzi and Leroy. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Yes. Love you back. Love you too. This is so nice, all of us all together. I, I know, Pastor I'm, Kevin. This you know, was great. Thank you, thank you Pastor Kevin. Oh, yeah, this is a, yeah, this is the first time we've ever all been on at the same time, I believe. Indeed, indeed. Yeah. And so, we'll see everybody. God bless everybody.